Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Man, we are in the second part of a three-part series on the good, bad, and the ugly of Green Hill at Radford. So this is my second to last deal of the year that we did, that we bought. And we talked last week about kind of a lot of the good, the good things about this deal. And then we started to talk a little bit about kind of some of the things that went wrong. And we're going to continue today and keep with that little dream. We're talking about more of the things that could go wrong in deals and things that kind of went a little bit weird in this deal, because every deal has some weirdness. And then what I'm really going to do, though, is open up a little bit more in depth for you guys about how we raise capital. And because investors will drop out, by the way, right? And that's one of our bads that we're going to talk about is, you know, what happens when that happens? And what do you do? What do you expect? How do you move forward? And really just kind of unlock our process for getting this money in and then making it and turning it into something that really, really works for you. And then we'll talk about the system that we use and why we use it. I think it's really good. I think it's something that we've done a, a lot of different things to track investor capital, but I think this is by far the best that we use, that we can have a visual representation of collecting money. So you're not going to want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Uh, Before we do that, though, a word from our sponsors. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. All right. So we're back now. I really do want to give one more big shout out to, I'm doing my last teaching event ever, like ever. And we posted it yesterday on Facebook and it is going pretty quick. I get a lot of people on my Facebook talking about it, sharing it. And so a lot of former students are helping me just, just broadcast it out. So we are doing the Kahuna boardroom April 21st through the 23rd in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a live event. We have 60 seats. We normally sell this thing. We've sold it for as much as $7,500 a seat to, we normally sell it for $5,000 a seat is what we've been selling for the last couple of years. We are going to sell it for $1,500 per seat. And this is a premier, we we still can do everything we do. When we sell it for five grand, this thing is loaded. I mean, stacked. So if you are, need some additional training, you're not quite sure on the multifamily side, what to do, how to raise money, how to find deals, how to find management companies, how to operate. This is by far the best master class. And there is nothing you could buy there, okay? There's nothing for sale. It is straight up three days of me teaching. And we start with day one is raising money. Day two is finding deals. And then day three is kind of operations. We go through all three things and it is very detailed. I've got wonderful, All I give you guys all my contacts It really is. I can't say it enough. If you are looking to move forward in multifamily investing this year, if you don't go to this event, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. You're going to regret it. So 
I think we only have like 20 seats left. So you need to get to moving now. So you find that at kahunaboardroom.com. Go there, take a look at it. All the stuff that we're going to give away and what we're doing is in that on that page. But please hurry up because once those seats are filled, we're not opening it up to anybody else. I don't do master big events. I never have. I never will. 60 is about the most that I'll, I'm ever going to allow in this. And we've doubled that. So it used to be only 30. So now we've made it 60, which is even more. But this is my last one because I give a lot. Like I give you guys, the six that show up, get my cell phone. They get my information. They get me. They get access to my team. And so that's kind of how we do it. That's how we've done it in the past. And it's worked out really well. All right, so let's get into the Green Hill Radford deal. So obviously that was a pretty good, decent deal, good size deal, eighteen million purchase price. Really looking forward to like we're already in the operation phase of it. We've kept almost every one of the staff. I think we only had one that's left. So I mean, when you already have a really good machine, you get to keep the staff that's in there. Man, it makes a big difference. It makes it really smooth and really easy. And that's what we got. So I love it when you are able to keep staff. But let's talk about some of the things that went wrong in the deal. And guys, pay attention when I talk about these things that go wrong. These are things that can go wrong in your deals too. And we talked a little bit about zoning last week. So if you missed that episode, go back to last week so you can get caught up in what we're talking about today. But really, our biggest, I think, hurdle on this deal was just, man, when you have investors drop out, because this deal was not super hard. There wasn't a lot, a lot of things other than the zoning and us having to push our timetable back. But that was partly because we had investors that had made commitments and then kind of and backed out. Happens all the time, by the way. The other part of this deal that I talked about last week was that we were planning on selling my other property, the Palms, and then going into this deal here, Radford deal, and it didn't happen. <laughs> so it was kind of like we were thrown. So we were we were not expecting to have to raise money that quick for this. So we were actually planning on another deal to full-blown raise, which is the deal we'll talk about in the next couple of weeks. We'll do the good, bad, ugly on my last deal, Carolina Creek. That'll be a pretty neat one as well. So really it's about investors dropping out. And so I really just want to tell everybody that that stuff happens. It really does. And there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, now these are smart people, busy people, when you look at your investor base, they're doctors, dentists, lawyers, chiropractors, business owners. A lot of them are business owners. They're busy. They have things going on and demands on capital. Everybody has capital until they don't. And so when deals take a little bit longer to close, and then there's the IRA piece. We had a lot of IRAs on this one. And the challenge with IRAs is getting everything to, to transfer over and it takes a minute. So the IRA problem, and we've got a great IRA company. We used to direct IRA and specialized IRA services in New Mexico as well. So two kind of preferred vendors that we like to use, and, and both of them are good. But man, I'm telling you, it's just, it is a process to get people's 401k. It's really not so much with the IRA companies that hold this stuff up. It's always with the other fiduciary, whether it be just a regular traditional IRA or even a 401k. They've got to get all their paperwork done correctly. They don't really want to make it fast. They, w- they really want to kind of make it slow. And they do it for a reason because they, they don't want money to leave the house. They never do. And so when you understand that game, then they're like, oh, okay. So you don't want the money to leave? Nope. No, no they, they do not want your money to leave the house. No, no financial advisor will ever say that. They want to keep that money in the house. So I think institutions just inherently make it a little bit harder. Now, now, now I'm talking generalizing here. So there's a lot of great 
IRA companies that just regular, you know, broker dealers, they're great. But there's also some that really make it kind of hard. I think they make it hard for a reason. So be aware of that. So what happened in our deals? We got towards the end and we're like, man, we're about a million dollars shy. And it's like, man, what's going on? And so I want to show you guys how we track our deals. And I'm going to do this, try to, to do it audioly, even though I'm going to be looking at kind of what we do. I like using my cheater menu. So here's kind of our step. Now, first of all, I'm going to show you the software that we're using or talk about the software. We, we use Active Campaign for this. Now, we have Infusionsoft as our master CRM, but when we're going to launch a deal, we use Active Campaign. Now, we also have Investor Management Solutions, IMS, as a true platform where we host our investments when they come in, but we don't really market from that aspect with that because I don't think it's as, it doesn't do what I like, what Active Campaign does for me. So here's the way we have, we use Active Campaigns, I think they call it Pipe Drive. And the reason why I love pipe drive is because you can create these little pipe drives or these little, we have basically the different types of statuses that a contact can be in. So, and here's the status. We normally, well, here's what we do. Normally, when we're getting ready to, to launch a deal, we're going to have a webinar, right? So we're going to have a series of webinars and we have our registered for the webinar, did not attend, Okay. We also have our master list. So we have our master list, registered, did not attend, attended, to soft commit, to committed, to funded, to what we call our investor box, to completed. Those are all the different statuses that we have in our deal. And we, we have these little pipes, pipe drives for each status. And what that means is, so we set up, we usually use Zoom. And so you can link Zoom into Active Campaign, and then you can create a webinar or whatever it is you want to create. And then you have your list. And when they register it, you can program it to add a tag. And so it becomes so you have your list. And when they register, all of a sudden it fills up your registered pipe drive. So I can see all the people that are registered in the pipe drive. Then I can see actually who attended that webinar. So registered, did not attend, and then attended. Now, what I'm really creating here, guys, is a warmer to hot, cold to hot process. So registered means, yep, they raised their hand. Like they were interested enough to say, hey, I think I want to learn about this deal. And then now, just because they didn't attend doesn't mean they're not interested, by the way. Everybody's still interested, trust me, right? But if I was going to work a list, I'm going to be calling, if I'm making phone calls, I'm calling the attended people first. They're the most actively engaged. Not only did they register, but they did attend. Okay. So after we do this webinar, usually the next day, we send a deal that says soft commit. In other words, you've seen the presentation now, you've looked at the deal. We've already probably sent you all the information on it. And do you want to attend this deal or not? Now, by the way, we send our packet to everybody on our list. So when we have an active deal, this is actually a little bit of expense for us, but I still don't care. I don't just send it in the mail. I send a real packet to everybody's address. In my active investor waiting to invest list, we will send a real packet to everybody. We have a deal. Or in other words, our pitch deck, we'll send it to them in the mail. Now, why is that important? I'm telling you, people will see it and they may not invest in that deal, but when they keep getting them, they're eventually going to pay attention, right? 
So not only do we want to hit them online, but offline. And dude, that's magic. I'm telling you, do not underestimate the power of your marketing dollars being spent well. And we want to spend our money well and get these investor packets out. Okay. And by the way, on your investor packet, right, pitch deck that you send out, you have to have a big call to action at the end, which is soft commit, soft commit at blank.com. Right. So whatever URL is, that's what I usually do is we just have a quick, simple URL they can go to. And that's what they do. Right. Not hard. Very, not very complicated. Very simple. And so that makes sense for people. Like, okay, great. Easy. Done. Right. So when you're going to send it to in a direct mail piece, you've got to have a clear call to action of what they're supposed to do and how they take action. So get them to go online and soft commit. And so now we're working to these different statuses, did not attend, to attended, and then really everybody that soft commits now, and then we have some automation built in. So not so much from did not attend, attended, whoever registers for a webinar, we do the webinar, an automatic email saying, you know, with the replay, here's the video, if you, in case you missed it, right? Then we're using send about a three to four email series of soft commits, Hey, did you soft commit? Make sure you soft commit. And that's to everybody that attended or didn't attend. Doesn't matter, right? If you know you want to invest in this deal, soft commit, soft commit. Now that's all, this stuff's all automated, but I'm going to tell you where the real juice is worth the squeeze is having a sales team call. Either you got a call or someone that you're going to hire is going to call and talk to these people. And so that's what they do. And they're like, hey, did you, you know, what do you like about the deal? Can we count on you? Go ahead and give us your soft commitment. Yep. Now, soft commitment doesn't necessarily mean they're going to send the money right away, but sometimes it does. It means they're ready. So anybody that soft commits for us is automatically getting a phone call, right? And we send out an email. When, when they move into the soft commitment status, automatic email and a text goes out to them saying, hey, Corey or whoever brought you into the deal, right? Because we usually we have partners that are helping us raise capital as well is going to reach out to you and make sure and get the details of everything you want to do. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. And really, that's just a simple phone call. Hey, are you in? John Smith, are you in? Yep, I'm in. Now, I got you down for 100. Do you want to do that or you want to do a little bit more? And by the way, that's a little tip, by the way. Do you want to do that? Or do you want to do a little bit more? I mean... I can't tell you, oh, well, yeah, you know what? We could use it if you want it. Oh, and sometimes you can just get people that said 100 to say 150. I mean, it happens all the time, right? People are just wanting to understand that you're doing what you're going to do, but that's an easy way to say, hey, do you want to do that or do you want to do a little more? And it doesn't matter what the answer is, by the way, right? We're not trying to twist people's arms and be slick salesmen, but I've just learned to ask that question and let people decide. Because sometimes your investors are a little bit on the fence. They maybe want to give you 300000 but somebody in their background say, I'll only give them 100 but they would give you 150 if you just asked for it. 
And so I've just learned that lesson to, to just ask the questions and say, Hey man, we could use it if you got it. And they're like, great. Yeah. And, and they feel better when they just finally make a decision. Cause a lot of times that's the decision. Now, most new investors will come in at your, the minimum amount. That's just what it's expected. And that's okay. And that's what you want, right? The last tip I'll give you there is make sure that your minimum is not $50,000. Make it a hundred, right? Make it a hundred, but there's always some fine print in every PPM that we create that allows us to take whatever difference, any amount that we want. Okay. And that's important to have there. So, and the reason for that too, is this, here's what we've learned too. So we've got a lot of investors that are now, they've invested in three or four deals with the same IRA. That IRA is getting funded $6,000 a year, multiple deals. And so after year two, they've got another $20,000 just sitting in their IRA account. Well, it's not compounding. It's not working. So we'll absolutely take that 20 grand from that type of investor. They've got multiple other deals with us. We'll take that money and reinvest in other deals for the smaller amount. That's really important to let people know that, right? This is what you talk about when you're talking to investors. You show them the way, hey, here's our minimum. And by the way, here's what's going to happen. You're going to start getting these checks. Now, down the road, if we've got other deals and you've got six, $12,000 or whatever, let us know. We'll take it. We'll let you reinvest a small amount into our deals because you're already with us in our other deals. We want to have your money working. We want you to compound it as best you can. And that goes a long, long way. That's, that's huge. Now, it's not compounded daily, but like you, they can compound their money yearly, every other year, and that just makes their money grow faster. So very important tool to help your investors make, make the most of their money, right? That's what we're trying to do. So when it goes into that soft commitment, that is a absolute, let's call, let's make the uh, call confirming that, yes, this is what I want to do. How are you thinking about taking titles so we can make some notes, right? And then once they say, yep, we're in, and here's the, what I love about active campaign. So when I've got active campaign pulled up on my screen now as I'm looking at it, and it's got all these different pipes and, the, and their names are there, right? So like if John Smith was attended and then he soft commits, if he soft commits using my form, it's automatically going to fill him up over the, and populate my soft commit form. But- if he's not, let's say I called my did not attend or some of my attended, and I just happen to get someone on the phone. They say, yeah, I want to do that. I would just drag and drop that person's contact name into the soft commit deal. And the other part is in that pipe drive, you're also allowed to put in the amount of money of a deal. You kind of create a deal within their contact record. And so you can start using that to see how many millions of dollars you have in soft commitments, right? So you can start seeing the dollar amounts in the committed side. That's a good barometer to see how you're tracking. So then once it goes from soft commit, we've called them. Now we're going to move it. We're just going to officially move that over to committed. Whoever takes that call moves it over. And then once it gets to the committed stage, that creates a lot of work. So we have automated tasks and stuff set up in an active campaign, which is not hard to do. You can, I'm telling you, like, I have a VA that figured all this out. It's not super hard. They have a great helpline anyways, if you do have questions on how to set up of these automations, but they're not, they're not inherently that hard. What we do is we have an email. Once they commit it, say, thanks for committing. Here's, and then we start detailing the next process steps in our process. So we're always trying to let our investors know, thanks. Here's what happened. And here's what's going to happen in the future. 
And the more you can let them know what the process is, and so they're not going there blind, they're going to like, hey, now Jez is going to reach out. She's going to start onboarding you. We're going to get all your information. We're going to start sending your detailed paperwork, your signature pages, your full PPM for you to review. And then once you get all that stuff done, you're going to sign it, you're going to send it back, and then you're going to send the money. Now we're going to start asking for money. And so we'll start doing this pretty quick. Now, one of the things we've decided to do a long time ago is start making people's money active the day it hits, not the day that our property closes, but the day it actually hits our account. And I just find that that's a lot easier conversation with everybody. So if they're sitting, because we'll try to make, start raising capital 60 days early, right? Like the 60 days before that property is closing, we're starting to get it in the bank and we want it there. And so that's been a really better conversation for us to have is that, hey, your money's working the day it hits our account. So don't have to worry about like us not funding yet or like not closing, or even if we have extensions, it's not a big deal. And so once they kind of get that, now we didn't used to do it that way, but going forward, that's how all deals go because it just all inevitably there's something that happens that extends, you know, and people can start getting a little bit, they get upset if they are like, Hey man, my money's dead. It's not making any money. So we've just learned just to say, that's how we're going to do it going forward. And it's a lot cleaner that way. And so the goal is then we get all the committed stuff going and then we're getting all of them. And then once their money hits, then that's when it goes to fund it. So we have, when we're doing these, we have one general account that's setting up to fund our deals. We monitor that every day. And then you'll see money come in. Now, a lot of times you'll see money come in and usually your people are going, you know, the way we instruct them, they're going to let us know that their wires are going out. Now, not everybody does this. So, and then you can't see who it came from until the very next day. So even though their money hits, you're not going to be able to really verify who it was until the following day. So we kind of keep tags and then we, we let people that we know they've given us the exact amount that we think their money's there. We'll confirm the next day. And so we have a 24 hour process to actually truly verify their funds. And then once it's funded, then we start our next process, creating our investor box binders, right? And that's just a process where we use to create, get all their paperwork. We put it in a binder for them. We send it to them physically to their home address. And we just want to keep, we also have it online. We have detailed records online. We have a portal for them. We start getting everybody completely onboarded. And once that's done and the whole onboarding process is done, done, we finally have a completed box. And so, man, I guess that seems like a lot, but it really is when you're tracking money, We've done a lot of different ways. We like the active campaign pipe drive system. It's a really good way for us to track the real dollars that we have, the investors that we have, and as they move across the continuum. And it's been really good for us. I like it a lot. I think it's a good tool. And our team really has embraced this whole process. We find that works for us. So be always curious to see what works for you guys, right? So you know, I only share from my experiences how we're raising capital and we've done it is my way the right way or the best way? I don't know, but I know it works for us. And I know that we're doing a good job because our investors are letting us know. And so to me, that's my barometer. And I will say this, we have just now started to do this. And I don't know why we didn't do it in the very beginning, but asking investors with SurveyMonkey, how did we do and what can we improve on? The how do we do, it's really more like, hey, how do we do, but give us true, honest feedback and let us know how we can improve. What would you like to see better? How can we improve? Those are all the kinds we want to ask those questions. And we are very open to that feedback because that's how we get better. 
And I believe in it, right? When we first started, when you're a smaller company, you don't think about all these things. But as we start to get down in our process, we really want to know from our investors, hey, what do we do good? What do you like? What would you change? What seems funky? What seems clunky, right? We're just always trying to get a little bit more better, right? One of our kind attitudes is you make it more better. Anything we can do to make our processes a little more better, that's what we're going to do, man. It is a learning process. So I know I didn't talk a whole lot as much as I want to on my Radford deal, but truly there wasn't a whole lot of bad things, right? So I thought I'd use this opportunity just to kind of go in a little bit more detail in our onboarding process of bringing investors in using the active campaign system. And it, it works for us really, really well. Hopefully it'll work for you. Definitely go out there and take a look at it and look at the pipe drives and how they work. But I, for, for us, it's been a really game changer. It's allowed us to manage and track investors so much more efficiently than we used to do. So for that, I'm very grateful. So guys, listen, this game of real estate is amazing. It really is. It can do so much for you. Having the time of my life, having watching my company grow, watching us become a more sophisticated company, getting ready to add the staff and the personnel to really do some big things. Man, it is exciting. And it's also very humbling right? To see where we started and to see we're finally getting enough escape velocity to really become a leader in the industry and doing it probably a little bit different than most traditional companies. And that I think I'm the most proud of is that we're doing it our way, right? The Kahuna way. I think it works. I think it works really well. So guys, this game of real estate can change your life. It has changed mine, right? It has changed mine without a doubt. I'm thankful. Thankful for you as listeners. I'm thankful for just the blessings that God has bestowed upon me. And I cannot say it enough that if it wasn't for multifamily investing and really giving me the ability to get out of the game and to create a cash for life, man, it is truly worth it. So guys, like I always say in every podcast, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is absolutely possible. 